Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I hope everyone is having the most wonderful and beautiful day so far. I certainly have, and that's exciting and a win over here because, you know, I haven't been feeling my best lately between Lyme disease and mold poisoning and a whole host of other things, but I've been feeling quite a bit better over these last couple weeks mainly because I've been riding this very high vibration of love because Jonathan and I have gotten engaged since the last time that we spoke. So I've been over the moon. At some point, I will share the whole proposal story on the podcast. But in the meantime, you can read the proposal story on my blog, thebalancedblonde.com. We'll put the link to the post in the show notes, but it's just a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly slash TBB proposal. So you can find that pretty easily. It's a very fun story. He totally surprised me and shocked me. And I've been living on cloud nine ever since. Like, I can't even explain to you guys how happy I've been, how over the moon and It's just really lifted my spirits and made me feel a lot better. We also went to Hawaii for a week after he proposed. So that prolonged feeling and I've kind of just gotten to bottle it up and exist with this extremely high vibe feeling of love and starting to plan a wedding, which is crazy. So we talk a little bit about that in this episode with my mom. So this is exciting. We have Jane Younger, my mom, back on the podcast. I think she was our second guest that I ever had on this show. So if you want to take yourself on a little trip down the Balanced Blonde memory lane, you can always listen to our first episode together back before I had podcast producers. So I apologize in advance for the sound quality if you go back and listen to that second episode. But today is an episode that I've been wanting to do for a while to talk to my mom about what it's like to be a parent of a child with chronic illness and specifically with this journey of getting diagnosed with Lyme disease and mold poisoning and also just kind of raising a daughter who was chronically ill before we could ever figure out what was going on. 
My mom is my best friend. She just moved down here at least for 50% of the time. And so did my dad. He's just going to be here a little bit less. So I think it'll be really fun for you guys to hear from my mom. She's also a fashion blogger at Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans. You can follow her on Instagram. You can go to her blog, although she hasn't updated it recently. It's still a beautiful blog for fashion over 60. Although I will say she is an over 60 who dresses like far more trendy than most 20 year olds I know. So her fashion advice is unparalleled. And you can check her out at Journey Martinis and Skinny Jeans. We also talk about the proposal, the engagement, how she felt. Her and my dad were there to celebrate with us along with some of our closest friends and family. So I'm just excited for you guys to hear this episode, to hear from my mom and to hear more about Lime and the engagement and just, you know, being a parent to a daughter like me. It's kind of exciting to have her here and I cannot wait to have you hear everything that she has to say. So before we dive into the episode, I wanted to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Spindrift. So if you're not familiar with Spindrift, let me tell you a little bit about them. They are a sparkling water made with real fruit. So If you like to sip on a carbonated beverage or if you were a soda person when you were young or my favorite when I was young was Hansen soda before I realized how completely unhealthy it was. No hate to that brand at all, but that is not something that I would put in my body these days, but we used to have them in our cafeteria in elementary school and middle school and I was all about it. And then I hadn't had any type of soda for probably 15 years before I started drinking Spindrift, which is not soda, but it is a great soda alternative. It's just sparkling water with completely real fruit. A couple of my favorite flavors are raspberry lime, which is so good, you guys. It just tastes like an explosion of berries and zesty lime. And carbonated water, of course, which is always very refreshing, especially after a long day. So I love to have that particular flavor while I'm making dinner, because if you drink those bubbles before you eat your food, it kind of gets your body ready to digest. It's something that I absolutely love. Another one of my favorite flavors is cucumber. Always refreshing. It tastes like a spa water. And if you're a caffeine person, they do have one flavor that has a little bit of caffeine in it, which is their half tea and half lemon. It has a small amount of caffeine. A whole can contains less caffeine than two ounces of coffee, but it'll still give you that little wake up in the morning, especially if you're sensitive to caffeine in the way that I am. So you don't have to have too much of it to feel the benefits. They also have so many other fresh fruit flavors like orange mango and strawberry and grapefruit and blackberry. Strawberry, of course, is one of my favorites because strawberry is the most delicious of all time. And just to tell you a little bit more about the brand itself, the only sugar that you'll find in these drinks is the sugar from the real fruit that they use. So there's no sugar added and it's just a really minimal amount of sugar. But as we know, sugar from fruit is high in nutrients and antioxidants. It's 
good for our bodies. It gives us energy. It's still low glycemic and it's not those added sugars or even natural flavors, which can be sugar-free, but different things like sugar alcohols that we really don't want to put into our bodies because of our hormones and our sensitive systems. There's nothing like that in Spindrift. Also, all of their drinks are completely non-GMO certified, which is a huge plus. They're kosher and gluten-free. So basically, they're as natural as it gets. Sparkling water with real fruit. You can find them at all sorts of different stores. They have a store locator on their website. So if you go to spindriftfresh.com and enter your location, they will tell you where you can find Spindrift at a store near you. They have them at lots of different Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Target, uh, pavilions, Vons, even Panera I'm seeing here on their website. Not all Paneras, so don't quote me, but go to their website and go to the store locator to find the closest near you. And this is a new company, you guys. They're up and coming. So they have lots of exciting newness all the time on their website, like their new flavor, Cranberry Raspberry. They have a little blog on their website where they talk about Spindrift cocktails and mocktails and different celebrities who love Spindrift, like Kristen Bell. I'm seeing her on their website. I love her. She's really fantastic. So head to spindriftfresh.com to order your Spindrift. And we are going to host a little giveaway, just like we did on my Instagram for a case of Spindrift for one very, very lucky winner. And the way that you can enter is by rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes, which you can do by heading over to the iTunes store, typing in the Balanced Bond podcast, clicking on it, and then clicking on the ratings and reviews, writing your own, giving an honest review of the show and telling me what you think. And then following Spindrift Fresh on Instagram and The Balanced Blonde on Instagram as well. So I can see you. And then send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com. And I will enter you to win our fabulous giveaway. I can't wait for you guys to try Spindrift, especially the raspberry lime. It is my absolute go-to. It's so delicious. And I can't wait to hear what you think. So order yourself at spindriftfresh.com. Enter the giveaway by rating and reviewing and following them on Instagram, sending me a screenshot. Super exciting. And now, without further ado, thank you so much, Spindrift, for sponsoring this episode and for being such a great partner to The Balanced Blonde. Let's head into this episode with Jane Younger, otherwise known as Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans, otherwise known as My Mom and otherwise known in many different ways as a wonderful wife, mother, nana, aka grandmother, friend, sister, aunt, etc. Boom, let's do it. Hi, mommy. Hi, buddy. I'm so glad that you're here. Me too. I'm so glad that when I announced to you this morning at like nine o'clock that I wanted you to come on the podcast today to talk to me about all sorts of things, you said, okay. Yeah. And then then you said, don't you love how agreeable I'm being? 
And I was because like, I've yes. said yes to literally everything you've thrown at me the past couple of days. Which I know. I don't always do. I know. You came with us to Calabasas to get mm-hmm. my ring sized. Mm-hmm. You came to my podcast interview this morning with Kelly for her podcast and took videos. You're going to be my photographer tomorrow. Yeah. We're getting manicures. Everything. I feel like I can slide in there and ask you anything this week because daddy's not here yet and you just moved in and you don't really have any plans yet. So I can just drag you. And I was thinking it's really nice because you've been driving me places Mm -hmm. and it's not such a good idea for me to drive myself right now with my brain being all over the place. Right. And I would prefer to be safe. So... (laughs) I don't mind driving. (laughs) Yes. So for everyone who hasn't listened to your first episode on the podcast, which I think was the second episode ever, my first guest was Brandon. You were my second. My third was Sophie. My fourth was Kelly Levesque. And then I start to lose count after that. Mm -hmm. Tell everyone listening who you are and what you do. I'm Jane, Jordan's mama. And also Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans. Is your blog. Is my blog and my Insta. And I'm just mainly though Jordan's mom (laughs) and Byron's wife and assistant to both. (laughs) And just seem to stay really busy helping both of them out whenever I can. And you're a stepmom. I'm a stepmom. I'm a grandma. I'm a stepmom to three, a grandma to four, um, friend, sister, cousin, sister, cousin. Yeah. Every, you know, the gamut. It really amazes me how busy you stay or how busy people stay who are just like mothers. Not not just mothers, but right. like without without a, a job. job as such. Yeah, your but job. But I feel is, like I have so many jobs. Really. You do. I know. Even starting this morning, Daddy called you, and you were scanning something for him, or whatever you were doing. Scanning, and- printing, sending. He's doesn't use the computer, and <laughs> now he's in a different city right now, and so we're trying to figure that out. And I've just always tried to help. Jordan whenever and however I could. And now it's going to be a little easier, I think. I know. I'm going to be in the same building at least half the time. Yeah. So we need to explain that story because people listening don't know yet, most likely, unless they're really, really loyal Instagram story followers, that you moved into the same building as Jonathan and I were on the second floor and you're on the fourth floor. Uh Uh-huh. And yes, daddy's moving with you. I got a lot of questions. Where's Byron? Where is he? And he He is. Just can't spend quite as much time here as I can right now. He's still doing, working part-time. And so I can be here more and it's awesome. I'm loving every second of it. I feel like I'm on vacation and love being down here because not only do I have Jordan, but I have family here, my brother and cousins and stepdaughter and granddaughters. So it's ideal. And we have been talking for a long time about 
moving or at least having a place here. So this was a good chance to try it out. We signed a year lease and we'll see how we like it and if we want to make it more permanent. I think you will. I think you will. And what about that hilarious moment this morning? Of <laughs> We were on either side of the elevator going down to the first floor and the doors opened at the same time and I was on one side and you were on the other side. It was so funny. We felt like we were in the parent trap. Exactly. <laughs> like we couldn't have planned that in a million years to come out of opposite sides of elevators at the exact same moment. And so, of course, that struck us really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So for everyone listening, my mom and I have the exact same humor. So if we start laughing about something or if we think something's funny, we could just go on forever because we do have the exact same humor. The same things strike us as hysterical and other people may or may not find it funny. How would you describe what our humor is? Hmm. Kind of dry. Dry, definitely. Kind of like the obscure or things maybe that not everybody notices right off. I yeah. Don't know whether, is there a word for that? Well, I was going to say observant. Like very we're very observant. observant. So we see all these like, hilarious little undertones that might go over a lot of people's heads or they just don't notice or they don't care. Think about, yeah. And then we're like, oh my God, did you notice that one little thing? And then we'll laugh so, so, so hard. (laughs) And a little sarcastic. You're really sarcastic more than me. I'm a little more sarcastic and Jordan's a little more... Literal was the word that you used used the the other day. day. I wasn't sure if that was it or not, but falls for things a little bit easier so we can (laughs) kind of tease her and she'll fall for things just slightly more than I would. Yeah, it's funny because I wouldn't think of myself as literal. I actually laugh at people who are really literal. Right. But maybe more than you, like you and Jonathan are so sarcastic that you'll say things and I'll be like, wait, Really? Really? Yeah. But, and then you'll both be like, no. (laughs) Like, what was it the other day? Yeah. We were pulling into the garage and it was something about the garage, like joking about, oh, all these people have moved in or something because every single parking space is open. And then you guys were joking like, oh, it's getting full in here or something. And I was like, really? You think so? Right. And then you guys were like, no. Nobody lives here. Catch up. up. (laughs) It's only because there are a few people in the world, Jonathan and you, that's probably it, that I trust everything you say. So even if you're joking, I trust, I'm like trusting that what you say is true. And we can do it without cracking a smile at all. Especially you (laughs) and him. He laughs at me because I'll joke with him all the time, like try to say something that's not true, but make it sound true. And he says that I'm the most obvious person in the world (laughs) with like the hugest smile on my face, just waiting for him to notice. And then according to him, I say, just kidding within like three seconds. But it's only because you guys are very, very quick witted. Most people I would say would not find me so literal. Probably. I've never even thought that before, but it's the only word so far that I've been able to think of 
that defines it. I know. And then the other day when you and Jonathan were looking at those videos across the table from me, remember? You were looking at the Eminem rag and bone videos and I couldn't see what you guys were looking at. And then I started to try to get your attention. Oh, <laughs> then you guys so loved funny. to laugh at me about that was this. was so funny. She, well, she wasn't getting the attention was the problem. And Jonathan and I were talking about Eminem and Rag and Bone. And Jordan started like flashing her ring in front of my face. <laughs> saying, look at my ring. Look at my ring. Isn't it pretty? Don't you think it's so pretty and sparkly? And it was like she was five years old again. It was very cute and sweet and endearing, but she was like, look at me, look at me, (laughs) give me some attention. It's so funny. It's because I had just gotten back from Hawaii with Jonathan where every second I was like, oh my God, look at my ring. Because everybody listening, if you, if you haven't noticed on Instagram or my blog, Jonathan and I got engaged last week. Um, coming up on two weeks ago, but when this comes out, it will have been like three weeks. Exactly. Is that what it'll be? Yeah. Cause it was a Wednesday night. Um, yeah. So it's been very exciting. I can't stop staring at my ring. My mom. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful and perfectly suited to you. Yes. My mom, of course, knew about it before I did. Didn't say a word, not a word. Didn't say a word to anybody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And how excited are you? Extremely excited. Uh, just so wonderful to see my daughter this happy and elated and ecstatic and with somebody so perfectly suited for her. It's as I wrote on one of her Instagrams the other day, every mother's dream to see their child so happy and content and with the right person. Yay. Yes, it's been quite, quite the thrill. Oh my God, Hudson. (laughs) Hudson is totally chilling with my mom right now. My mom has had to become a little bit of a cat person because of Hudson, but you're not. No, not, not much of an animal person. No, I'm not much. I've never had an animal in my life. But Jordan, as everyone knows, is so attached and in love with Hudson that by proxy, mm-hmm. I've grown an attachment to him. Because he's the best. And he is a cute cat. I know. It's I like admit. Similar to Jonathan. He's not a cat person, but he's a Hudson person. Yeah. That's how it is. So... One of the things I wanted to talk to you about on the episode today is what it's like to be a mother of someone with Lyme disease and someone who is really sick and has been really sick for a long time. Because I get so many questions from people listening and from readers of my blog. Do your parents support you with how sick you are? Because it's astounding that a lot of people don't have support from their families at all because I mean, you can see why it's so hard to get answers and then it's easy to start thinking, Oh, maybe it was all in their head or that kind of thing. So I don't even know where to begin with the conversation. I know. Um, I guess to begin, what is it like to finally have answers? Well, it's, 
a mixed blessing. It's definitely nice to have an answer and a diagnosis and a direction and a path. But of course, at the same time, I was devastated and shocked and stunned with the diagnosis. Um, probably similar to, to you. I think you were happy to have one, but upset at the same time. And it makes, as a parent, I feel, I, I think any parent could identify with this. I feel bad and guilty that I didn't know it before you or figure it out or realize how sick you were. So there's some guilt attached to it too. And it's just in my defense also. Mm -hmm. Jordan has always been a very um, expressive and dramatic type. And, you know, now in retrospect, also look back and she probably hasn't felt good in a long, long time, but it's always, you know, she's always expressed, you know, I feel sick. I've never been as sick in my life. You know, my throat hurts more than it's ever hurt in my life. Everything is to the nth degree and to the extreme. And so I probably did tend to dismiss some of it as, oh, that's Jordan. She's being dramatic and extreme. But I I mean, deep down, I knew you weren't feeling good and I didn't know how to help you. I think growing up, I took you to many, many doctors and you've had many tests and nobody could really give us any answers. So I, I just, I knew, I mean, I kind of chalked it up maybe to Jordan just has the weirdest system in the world, like the worst stomach, the worst everything. And I even felt guilty. I started thinking, oh, I should have breastfed her. I bottle fed her. That was the trend in that day, in that time. Um, And right from the get-go, you had issues with your stomach and projectile vomiting. And so I felt really bad that I didn't um, breastfeed, thinking maybe that was part of it. But, and maybe it was, but I've also learned that you do have a lot of issues and problems and some of them genetic and um, you were predisposed to and God knows how long you've had Lyme and you definitely have a delicate system. So I've just really learned a lot in the past few months and um, it explains a lot of things too. So it's, I don't know, I'm rambling, but it... (laughs) It's complicated. So I've had a lot of feelings about it. But now that we know, I I feel good also that we are on a path um, to wellness. And Jordan is so well-versed and so well-read and studied in everything, Lyme and mold and parasites, that I'm confident that we're on the right road. I've met her doctor and I really like her. And so I'm, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind that you're on the way to getting well. Yeah. Did that answer the question? It did. No, it did. I'm glad that you, well, I don't think you rambled, but I'm glad that you expressed more than just the question because it goes way back to 
how I've felt since I was a baby and then beyond. And that's why it's so confusing because I've been sick for my whole life in ways. And then I feel like I've had Lyme for a long time. I just don't know how long because when did all my other symptoms that I was born with become worse and become more Lyme-ish? And at the same time, it sounds like you were like this sickly child. You were not. I mean, at the same time, you seemed very healthy. I mean, not just looks wise, but you were. I mean, you weren't like sick all the time and, you know, laying in bed all the time. You're yeah. super active and had a lot of energy and fun and did everything that you wanted to do, went everywhere you wanted to go. But there was always this element of foods making you sick. And, and then you did, you know, now we look back, Jordan had whooping cough. Whooping cough pertussis. And that was really strange because she was eight years old and who got whooping cough in this day and age and she'd been vaccinated against it. Just now we look at that differently. She, it was probably mold. something about your system or mold or maybe even Lyme, who knows. But it, it's, it's kind of conflicting because you also at the same time, had more energy than anybody else in the world that I knew of and more zest for life and more fun and more friends. And so also not like what I would think of as a sickly person at all. I know. That's, that's, I guess that's the difference then. The difference of having a ton of energy that I always did when I was young, so much energy. And then I can kind of remember when I started to feel a lot more fatigued all the time, which was in college. Because I remember as a kid and even in high school saying, I don't know what it feels like to be tired. Do you remember me Mm -hmm. saying that? Mm -hmm. I did not know. Other than waking up first thing in the morning and like being hard to wake up, I never got tired in the daytime or even at night. And that's why I would always have such insomnia. But I remember Kayla and having other friends growing up who would take naps and be really tired. Right. And I would just be like, I don't understand. Or we would go to basketball camp or something. And my friend's moms would be like, oh, you guys are going to have to rest later. After basketball camp, you'll be so active. And I was like, no, I'm going, I'm going to keep going. Right. Take me to Arden Hills, the country club, and I want to meet up with everybody. And I never stopped. Right. Um, and then I remember being a sophomore in college when I lived with Jillian in McCarthy 201, the first 201 that I ever lived in. And we would be getting ready to go out or something or it would be the daytime and we'd be deciding are we going to go to Hollywood or all these things that we used to do at night which was like drinking and then not leaving until like 11 p.m. and then staying out until like two or three and I remember for the first time ever in my life often deciding not to just thinking like no way I'll be so tired by the time that we'd leave and I don't have the energy to go to Hollywood and keep drinking and do all the things that we would do there. And I remember Jordan and Jillian would be my two best friends for everybody listening would be 
so surprised. Like, wait, you don't want to? Like you always would want to. And then from there, that was just every so often, but it was the first time I ever felt that Mm. way. And then it just started becoming more and more and more frequent until by the time I was a senior in high school, in college, college, I never wanted to go out at night. Because of feeling tired? I just... I just lost all interest in it. But I think a big part of it was there's a few things. One, because I would be tired and I would way rather be in bed at a normal hour and read and stuff while they were all out. Um, And then secondly, I lost any interest in alcohol over Mm -hmm. time. And I think that was intuitively because my body was getting sick and couldn't process alcohol. And it was really toxic for me. Mm -hmm. Like, as in Ayurveda, they would tell me all the time, my liver is really, really, really compromised because of because of lime and mold and my health. And Marta from Surya Spa, the Ayurvedic spa, told me that years ago, your li- you have something wrong with your liver. And I told Jillian back then, and she was like, oh, no wonder you don't like to drink. And then it all kind of started to make sense. So that's, Probably when you were infected, you think, right? Yeah. Around that time? Yeah, because I look back and I just don't know how I, you know, how exactly I was infected. Like I told you, I remember having a tick on my body. I just don't remember when. And then I could have been infected even younger, but the symptoms started to present themselves Mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. And then clearly it got a lot worse when like a year ago when I started to go from pretty healthy with a lot of health problems to totally not healthy at all with hives all over my body. And is that typical of Lyme? Does it lie dormant for a while? It's so different. I mean, I've read so many accounts, so many memoirs and stories and articles and it's different. It it seems that for some people, they can go on and on for a period of time. Like Ava, who I met at True North, who has really bad neurological late stage Lyme disease, mm-hmm. but she'll be okay. She had it for like 10 years, misdiagnosed, 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 but she was totally living her life, running a company, living with, you know, doing things with her friends, very normal life. But then it got so bad. And then her brain fog was so bad and other symptoms, joint pain that her mom and her just pushed for another test with a better doctor. And she was finally diagnosed. So I think what happens is it can either lay dormant or it can just come on so slowly that by the time the problems are really, you really notice them, they're out of control. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think happened with me because I had some brain fog and I had some rashes and I had some nausea, but it seemed so not connected Mm -hmm. until all of a sudden, all of those things were so bad and the fatigue that I couldn't even function. Right. And maybe so gradual that you were accepting and got used to it, so to speak. Yeah. So didn't even realize how strange it really was. Yeah. It just became part of your life. Exactly. So, and then I do think that I personally was reinfected last year, which is why it went from bad to 
out of control, mm-hmm. either reinfected by a flea, which I know I had fleas because of Hudson, or just the mold in, in my last mm-hmm. apartment to trigger Making the Lyme it even worse, to yeah. roar. It's, it's very crazy. Okay, guys, just a brief interruption from this episode with my mom to thank our second sponsor for today's episode, Hum Nutrition. So Hum Nutrition is hands down one of my favorite brands that I've ever worked with. They are a line of clinically researched beauty supplements, and I'm excited for them because their company has expanded so much over the course of us working together and just over the course of the last few years. It always excites me to see wellness products doing so well in the market, and I'm starting to see them popping up everywhere, which is very exciting to me. So they have pure and potent products that are gluten-free, non-GMO, sustainably sourced, and will really enhance your life in so many different ways. So I want to tell you guys about a new product, new to me rather, because I usually spend each episode telling you about one specific product that I'm loving. I talked a lot recently about the Daily Cleanse and the OMG Omega the Great. So today let's talk about gut instinct. So it's no secret, especially if you're listening to this episode about my health, that I have many, many gut health issues due to Lyme and bacteria overgrowth, leaky gut, and just a sensitive system. Honestly, in this day and age, who doesn't have a sensitive stomach? And we could all use a little digestion support. So Gut Instinct comes in this really cute lime green bottle. And lime green is my favorite color. And it is a potent probiotic that benefits your skin, health, and beauty. Inside of this probiotic, there are 25 billion organisms. It's a 10-strain probiotic that boosts your overall health and well-being. So this would be a probiotic that I highly recommend. Probiotics are beneficial bacteria that keep the digestive tract healthy. So we have more bacterial DNA in our bodies than human DNA. That might sound crazy, but it's true. Probiotics have been studied for their ability to prevent bad bacteria from taking over the body, causing things like stomach ulcers, cavities, bowel irregularities. Um, The list goes on. I mean, eventually it adds to disease and so many other things. So gut instinct is something that I've been taking every day. I take it with food in the morning and it helps me digest. And I've actually noticed a huge difference overall. And if you're already covered on the supplement train, they have some other amazing things too, like powders that you can add to your smoothie, little beauty powders. I love their raw beauty to go so you can bring it when you travel or bring it to your in your purse. So if you're going out to lunch with some friends, you can pour it into an iced tea or to a smoothie that you order out at a restaurant. So Hump Nutrition truly has products for everyone. We have a great discount code from them for our Soul on Fire listeners. The code is SOUL, S-O-U-L, at checkout at humnutrition.com, which will give you 20% off of Hum Nutrition products. That is soul, S-O-U-L, at humnutrition.com to get 20% off. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. I think you will really, really love everything Hum Nutrition. And actually, let me know if you'd like 
me to have one of their founders or CEOs on the podcast because we could get a lot more information. And I think it would be really interesting to have an episode about beauty supplements. So tell me what you think. We can always plan that. And let's head back into this episode with my mama. Something we were talking about before we started recording was when I first told you, I feel like I might have Lyme disease. And this was months and months before I even saw this doctor. What was your response? God forbid, I think were my exact words. And I was telling Jordan earlier, the reason I had that strong reaction is I didn't really know or have any experience, of course, with Lyme. All I knew was Yolanda Hadid from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And being a Real Housewives fan, I was so into that storyline and she was so sick and in bed and nurses and IVs and just terribly sick. And that's was my only experience with Lyme. And she said the word Lyme and it freaked me out that she could be that sick, possibly. And I refused to accept it. I thought, no way. No, she doesn't have that when she's not that sick. And I didn't want her to have it. So my mind refused to accept it and just kind of shut it out. Yeah. I remember telling you, I think I have Lyme disease. I know I do because I looked up all the symptoms and I'm positive that this is what I have. And you were like, no, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. And God forbid. And it's very serious, Jordan. And you don't have that. And I was just like, yes, I do. And then I also told you, I think I have Epstein-Barr. And you said the same thing. Same God thing. forbid. God same forbid. Thing. that That is debilitating. And I was like, well, it's not. It doesn't have to be. Like, right. I know a lot but of people. that's all who, I knew of it were people that were very debilitated and stayed in bed and couldn't get out of bed. And you weren't that way. And I didn't want you to be that way. So I just was vehemently opposed to the idea. But then I did come around before you were actually diagnosed and began to open up to the idea that she might have this. And as devastating as that is, she'll be okay and we'll get through it. I say we, but because it is, we. it is we. Yeah. So by the time Jordan was actually diagnosed, traumatic as it was, I was somewhat prepared for it mentally and emotionally. I think you were more prepared than I was because I kept telling you, this is what I have. This is what I'm going to get diagnosed right. with. So I believed it. But then when she diagnosed me with all that, I was so overwhelmed because it wasn't just Lyme. It was like she had gone through the list of everything. You're the only other person who really gets that because you weren't there. But like, oh, you have gut dysbiosis. You have mycotoxin illness. You have okra toxin, which causes Alzheimer's and cancer. You have the MTFHR gene, meaning it's very hard to detox from mold and other illnesses. You have all these hormone imbalances. Oh, you have really off gut microbiome. You have a very aggressive parasite. You have MCAS. No which iron. I, no iron, no testosterone, mast cell activation syndrome, which causes rashes and lots of other things. It's a histamine issue. 
And so then I thought, okay, okay, okay. I can handle all this. Please now don't say that I have Lyme because this is enough. And MCAS and all the other things are the answer, seem like the answer. And then she's like, oh, and you have Lyme and you have eight different co-infections or you have Rocky Mountain spotted fever and Babesia. I'm like, oh my God. But I think by the time she got to Lyme, we knew you were going to have Lyme too. Yeah. Even though it was the last thing I think she said. Yeah. It was, I think your kidneys were fine. Wasn't that what it was? And it was like, thank God, something is okay. I like hung on to that for dear life. I know. When she got to something, it was like, oh, your kidneys look great. Oh, your estrogen and progesterone is all balanced. I was like, hallelujah. Right. Because I haven't had estrogen progesterone balance in many years that was always what other doctors would find and think was causing a big problem mm-hmm. and on top of on top of it all i have the fibroid which i'll be getting out in a couple weeks yeah especially by the time this comes out it'll be a couple weeks so what do you think of all that that was surprising too that came out of nowhere because you didn't realize it wasn't something on the radar at all. You went for a routine, basically a routine gynecology appointment. And luckily he did an ultrasound, which has never been part of my doctor's routine, but I'm impressed by that. He's the best. Yeah, he is. And that was shocking to find out you had a fibroid the size of a baseball. That well, that was before the Lyme diagnosis. Now, in spite of what he thinks, I think that has got to be related somehow to everything else that's going on. Because I think I think it's unusual for somebody your age to have a fibroid that size. I mean, I could be wrong, but pretty unusual. I've heard of I've heard of others, but it's generally unusual. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right because it does come from hormone imbalance and your homo- hormones cannot be balanced when your body is in such a state of stress and inflammation all the time mm-hmm. and insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like for years, that takes a huge toll on your hormones. Right. So and then, that makes sense. Yeah. So I hope getting it out and Jillian said the other day, something that I hope that I keep thinking about, which is maybe getting it out will balance my hormones more so because because it's causing more hormone imbalance because mm-hmm. it's this huge mass of estrogen, basically. Mm-hmm. So that would be great. That would be great. And I bet she's right. Yeah, if my hormones regulated out yeah. after that. And I think maybe it's connected with some of the stomach Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, issues. And I just think you'll be more comfortable overall. Yeah. And there's just no reason to leave it there. No, no. To grow. And the bloating in the way that we used to think I had an ulcer and stuff, remember? Mm-hmm. Because I would get so bloated mm-hmm. and I still do. And pain. And pain. Right. So we'll get that out of there. Yes. And there's, yeah, that could cause, have caused problems later on if you want to have children, which I know you do. Duh. If I want to have children. Yeah. And I'll wait to have children. Three months after your wedding. Yeah, exactly. Three months. Well, could be. I'm so excited. So another question people always ask on this topic is, are your parents healthy? Like, do I get this 
sickliness from someone. I, I don't know who she gets it from. I don't have any, I in particular do not have any of those issues. I mean, I've had fibroids, but they disappeared on their own after I went through menopause. I don't have a sensitive stomach or I don't seem to have be predisposed to getting sick. Daddy has a very sensitive stomach. So I always assume that's where you got that from, but no other real health problems. So, I mean, my parents did both have health problems not as young as you, but they did have health problems, but not not those exactly. No, so I'm not sure where you come from. I know. But then it's weird because if you look at other parts of our family, like cousins and things, yeah. everyone has autoimmune diseases. That's true. That's true. Jordan's half-sister has autoimmune and we have, uh, I have a second cousin with an autoimmune disease and all of her kids and her children. Yeah, that's true. So yes, there is autoimmune diseases in the family, just not daddy or I. I know. I think if daddy got tested for a lot of things, he would, he would have a lot of what I have. I don't think he has Lyme or mold or anything, but I don't know. I think he has issues. issues. He has issues. (laughs) Mental. It might not be, yeah, the same issues, but issues. Yeah. Nonetheless. Exactly. So now that I'm getting treated and you'll be coming with me to my appointments and whatnot, how do you feel about everything moving forward? I feel good. I feel positive. I have confidence in your doctors and in you. And I feel better just being here more and having my finger on it. When I was in Sacramento, I felt out of control and out of touch and not just out of control, I guess is the word. And being here makes me feel better and seeing you every day and just being able to go to your appointments and being more involved makes me feel better. Um, personally. And, but I also see that you're definitely on the right path in many ways. Yes. And what would be your tips for other parents who have children who are sick? Oh, wow. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is your exact question, but we talked about this earlier with Kelly was that you definitely have to be like your own advocate and Western or Eastern, I don't care what it is. You have to push for more tests or clearer diagnoses because you aren't necessarily going to get them um, without pushing on your own. And you, if you're not feeling good and you know, deep down something's wrong, you've got to really be your own advocate or your family has to, help you and be an advocate for you because for some reason, Lyme in particular seems to go undiagnosed. I think that's going to change because it's getting so widespread. And I'm sure because of that, that it'll be tested for earlier. But if you think something's wrong and you keep getting no, 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 then you've got to keep pushing to get tested for whatever 
you think it could be, or you've read it could be, or whatever it is, don't take no for an answer. Keep pushing and trust that you know that something really is wrong. And don't let a doctor or anybody else convince you that it's all in your head. Totally. And as a parent, just be so supportive of your child and be there for them in every way you can. Yeah, I love that. I love that answer. And what do you think the hardest part has been for you of me having Lyme? Hardest part for me is, well, any mother would would understand. I mean, there's nothing worse than seeing your child sick. Nothing. So that's very painful and worrisome and stressful. But I try to learn from Jordan because there's nobody more positive and upbeat than she is. And if she can do it and she has it, then I need to take a page from that. I mean, she does better than I would do. So a positive attitude is everything. And um, I just, there's no doubt in my mind she's going to get well probably soon. Yeah, soon. As yeah. soon as possible. Well, she's got to get well soon because we have to plan a wedding. So. Yeah. Can't be sick at my she wedding. She doesn't really have a choice anymore. I know. I love how the other day you said, so when are you guys thinking for the wedding? Definitely after Jordan gets healthy. And I was thinking, no, because I don't know when that's going to be. And I, I just plan. want you to enjoy it and Me have too. fun and be able to enjoy this time in your life. And sometimes when you're sick, it's, yeah. it's fun. No, totally. I wouldn't want the wedding to be like, I mean, if I felt the way I do now, because I wouldn't even want to go to my showers Mm-mm. or bachelorette party. Mm-mm. So I can only hope that my blood will not be so black soon. Right. And you you kind of had a good answer saying, I'm not just going to wait you know, yeah. endlessly till I'm not sick because who knows yeah, I think how it's long. Kind of cool-ish to get married when you're sick. I mean because your life can only get better and better and better and better from there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I want to be sick no, by no. the time I get married. I don't, but it is cool that Jonathan proposed at the sickest time in my life. And it's not like we're putting our life on hold because totally. you just, totally. you just have faith that you're going to get better. And so why not start our lives together now? Totally. No, I think you're right. And I think that attitude is half the battle. Okay, just one more brief interruption to thank our sponsor, Sunbasket. Sunbasket delivers delicious meal kits right to your door, making healthy cooking easy and convenient for any busy lifestyle. So I've been using Sunbasket pretty much religiously ever since we moved because it just really helps me keep my head straight when I'm feeling very, very out of it from Lyme brain, as I call it, which is like the scatterbrained everything. And I don't want to have to think about how much of this should I put into the recipe and how much of this should I buy at the grocery store. So Sunbasket offers 18 weekly recipes that you can choose from on their website, including paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, and so much more. And all of it gets delivered straight to your door. So they take care of all the details so you can just take care of yourself, which is, of course, the most important. 
I have been using the vegan options lately. Jonathan loves them and so does my mom who, who now lives upstairs. So I feel like I can kind of cook for a whole family, which has been really fun, especially because I've been home a lot lately, not feeling my best. So cooking is very therapeutic for me and Sunbasket is very healthy. I trust it. You can trust where they source their food from and it's delicious. It always tastes good. And nothing takes more than 30 minutes to make from Sunbasket, which for someone like me is a really, really huge bonus because I don't want to spend more than 30 minutes in the kitchen when I'm cooking. So there's something for every different type of healthy journey and every busy lifestyle. Sunbasket has a special code for our audience. So you can go to sunbasket.com slash blonde to learn more and get $35 off of your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash blonde for $35 off. B-L-O-N-D-E, sunbasket.com slash blonde, which will also be in the show notes. So you can find it there after you finish listening to the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And thanks for sponsoring Sunbasket. If the wedding is anything like the engagement, my adrenaline will carry me through. But that's different. It's not like real healthy energy, but it was so fun. I know. I've never seen you on such a high. Really? Yeah. Never? I don't, not for, not sustained like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was very cool to see you that happy and that excited. And that's the true definition of over the moon. Totally. Happiness. Yeah. Which was so, so endearing and sweet and fun for daddy and I to watch. I know. Daddy cried. Did you of see him cry? Did. Yeah. Cause I, did you see him cry? No, when? Oh, when we walked in. Oh, no, I'm not surprised. Yeah. For everyone listening, after Jonathan proposed, which was on the beach, we he told me that we were going to dinner at Nobu, which is in Malibu. And so I had brought a dress to change into for Nobu, which he told me to bring, which Alexi told him to, to tell me to bring. And then he said, oh, let's go get our stuff over here in the room at Soho house first. So we were walking to that room, but I could kind of tell, I mean, I could kind of tell that there were going to be people in there, but I wasn't sure if there would be or who it would be or what. Mm -hmm. And then we walked in and it was you guys and Jonathan's family and Jillian and Alexi, Mm -hmm. Drew and Ashley eventually and Missy and Jeff and the girls. And Oh my God, I was shocked just because I was like, you guys know about this? Because this is so shocking to me. I just couldn't believe that you guys all knew. Mm-hmm. And what, what was my face like when I walked in? Shocked, but also, oh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. this makes sense. Yeah. At the same time. I was so glad. The, the reason why I thought there might that you guys and stuff might be there was because when we FaceTimed Danielle from the beach, Danielle said, what are you doing now? Are you, do you have a party or something? And Jonathan said, we're just going to dinner, just us two. But I could see it on his face that he was like, oh, really? Is that, yeah. is that what it was that made well, you? Well, I just thought, but I was still in such didn't... shock. Right. I had no idea right. what was going on. And either way, I knew I would plan an engagement party by the time, like after Hawaii and stuff. I just, I just didn't know what was going on. But I later learned 
that Jonathan's dad, I don't know if Jonathan told you this, oops, wanted, Jonathan's dad wanted it to just be like the parents, like you guys and them celebrating with us because I think that might be like traditional Hmm. for it to be that way. But then he was so happy at the end that it was the way it was because it Mm -hmm. was just such a fun group and everybody loved each other. It was this very special, magical evening. It was magical. We were right on the beach. It totally was. Yeah. And everybody, like my friends meeting Jonathan's parents and you guys meeting Jonathan's best friend and his wife, all Mm -hmm. of that was just so special. So much fun. So fun. Yeah. I didn't even need to have alcohol for that to be the most fun, like, cloud nine night of my whole entire yeah, life. so fun. It's such a great night. I know. Were you guys, what did you feel before I walked in? Were oh you my guys, God, it was a I, wreck. It must have been the most excited feeling in the world. So excited. I, I, I was so excited all day. <laughs> and then, um, and we were driving down here from Sacramento, so... We were like nervous about making sure we got here on time and got Thank to Malibu. Thank God I don't Malibu. track you on find my friends or anything. No, I was thinking that, but you never do. I never do. But I was thinking, should I shut this down? But that probably would have been a bigger get- giveaway. Right. I, it was so hard too in the weeks or a couple of weeks leading up to it, not to blow it and give it away. It was, I found myself really having to be careful because... Of course, I didn't want to give away the proposal, but I didn't want to give away the fact that we were going to be here. And Jordan kept asking me incessantly in Jordan fashion mm-hmm. why we weren't going to be here that day before she, because we were planning on coming a few days later. So why were we not coming sooner before she went to Hawaii? Mm-hmm. And I kept having to make up reasons. And yeah, so that that was stressful. And then um mm-hmm. Just that day, it was just just waiting until we could go and get there was just so exciting. And then you started to, to FaceTime me, like what we were already there and you were trying to FaceTime me to tell me about the engagement. And I felt so bad and so mean not answering my phone because here's your daughter, like the biggest moment of her life mm-hmm. to date, wanting to tell her mom or her parents that she was engaged. And I'm just like, not taking your call, just <laughs> pressing the off button and not I taking know. it. And I kept saying, should I answer? Should I answer? And dad's like, no. Do yeah, not I would have been, I would have known where you guys were. You yeah. were in Malibu. So I couldn't answer, but I felt terrible, even though I told myself in 30 minutes, she'll know why you're not answering yeah. it. No, I was too on cloud nine to even notice. Like we had FaceTimed Katie and Danielle who truly did not know and Mm -hmm. they were shocked, but I had no service out there. So we couldn't really talk to them. And then Danielle was like, what did your mom say? And I was like, we haven't even called her yet. And then my thought was to tell them first because you, I knew that you guys already knew that he was going to be proposing uh because I figured that Uh Um, and Alexi and stuff. So I was calling them because I knew that they had no idea. But then I thought Jillian had no idea. And it turns out she was obviously coming to the dinner. So she like ripped off all of her clothes when I FaceTimed her and put a towel on and was acting like so weird. That was so smart. But I didn't notice she was acting weird, but only looking back. So yeah, my, my shock was out of control. And then I saw 
this huge group text on Jonathan's phone mm-hmm. with you and Ashley and Ashley being Jonathan's best friend's wife. And I was like, why am I not on that? And he was like, cause this is a surprise for you, the proposal. So I just believed that still, but it was really the dinner, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which was so fun. So much fun. Great night. I want to relive it. Me too. I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe, like I couldn't believe he had proposed and then everything that that means, like, oh my God, that means we're getting married and that means all these other things. Right. Right. Now it's so a very special. exciting time. So, and to everyone listening, he did it on such a special day and he waited and waited and waited to do it on this day, August 1st, 2018, because it was the first day of our 20th month of dating which is a 201 for anyone who knows 201 is my number. And even if you have to deduce that in a few ways, first day of the 20th month of dating, Jonathan knows that those numbers are so important to me. And so he thought, how could I make this really, really, really special with all the numbers? That's amazing. I know. And so he waited, even though he knew for 15 months, that's what he says, that he would do it on that day. Wow. How patient. Right. 15 months. I was like, how long have you known this? I thought he was going to say like a week because it just seemed so spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. He said 15 months. Although wow. I knew that I would spend the rest of my life with him. When even did you before know? our first date. What? Well, yes. When because did you know? When he kissed me on New Year's oh, and that was the night before me, your first date, asked me, yeah, to go on a date, but I already knew him so well. So then I, it just became obvious to me that we're going to date. I know him, so nothing's going to go wrong and we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, a, I wasn't as positive right, as right. I later was like right. five months later when it was clear that we were madly in love with each other. Cause I didn't know that yet, but mm-hmm. I just knew what a wonderful person he was. Totally. I remember telling you the morning after New Year's, I'm like, Jonathan kissed me and we're going on a date today and you were freaking out. <laughs> I remember you said in all capitals, cause it was a text, <laughs> what? With like a hundred exclamation points. <laughs> Sounds like me. Cause yes. you knew him already. Yes. And I'd wondered about you guys together and I'm sure I asked you, what about Jonathan? And I know I asked him too. So what about Jordan? (laughs) Yes, you did ask him Mm -hmm. years, years before we dated, two Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just made sense to me. Yeah, totally. Look at Hudson. Out. Cutest position I've ever seen. Basking in the sun. Basking. So what do you think of um, Jonathan proposing when I was so sick. Oh, I think, yeah, it says everything about him. I mean, I don't think it, I think he would have proposed whatever. I mean, he he didn't even enter his mind not to propose when you were sick. It wasn't even a thought. So, and I'm not surprised just the kind of person he is. And you're, I'm just thrilled that you have that kind of person that you're going to marry. It's like I said, it's every mother's dream. It is. No doubt in my mind that you're going to be together forever and happy the rest of your life. 
Me too. Even when people tell us about the divorce rate, I'm like, oh, I God. don't really care. That doesn't apply to me because no. I no, no, no. I know we're never going to get divorced. And today. trust me, she dated a few people that I was very concerned that <laughs> she would end up marrying. And I wasn't so confident that it would work out, even though they were all great. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't. Were they Jonathan. all great though? Well, I want to say that in case anybody's listening, <laughs> but no, um, no, no, they were. I mean, everybody was great a good guy people, and yeah. great people and, but not perfect for Jordan. No, definitely not. But yeah, yeah I did think I would marry all those people, Oh yeah, <laughs> but in a different kind of way, mm-hmm. very different kind of way that mm-hmm. I thought that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to ask you questions that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. I might know the answers to some of these before you do. Your sun rising and moon signs. Your sun sign is cancer. Mm -hmm. Wait, I need to refresh my memory on your rising and your moon. No idea. The reason that I've forgotten is because we did it at the same time as your human design. And that was the one that I was really, really excited to see. Do you remember what your human design type is? It starts What's, with a P. I know. No? <laughs> projector. Projector. And you're such a projector. So everyone listening who knows human design, who listened to my episode with Jenna Zoe, and if you haven't, you can go back and listen to that. I forget I the episode number. Yeah, you do. Um, she, she's a projector, the chart, the chart reader, but she is so amazing. And projectors are non-energy beings like reflectors are. And I'm a reflector, as mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, projectors and reflectors go very well together, but you guys are not quite as non-energy beings as we are. You are a bit more grounded and your strategy is wait to be invited. Remember, mm-hmm. you like yeah. that. No, I, I remember you telling me all about it. I just, the word escaped me. Yeah, but you do wait to be invited. It's like Definitely. the epitome of who you are. <laughs> <clears throat> And it works out for you. And daddy's a reflector, which is crazy. So our whole family oh, is non-energy yeah. beings and reflectors are so rare. And then I learned everything about him from learning that he was a reflector. That was wild. I lost my mind. Yeah, you did. Um, if you were an animal, which animal would you be? Mm, maybe a bunny. Why? I don't know. It just came to my mind. They're just soft. They are soft. Like I am and easy. Yeah. I love bunnies. Are you a night person or a morning person? You know, I've often thought about that. I don't, as with everything else in my life, I'm like in the middle somewhere, if that even makes sense. It does. Because I'm so in the middle on everything. Yeah. You're not extreme. I'm not an extreme person. So I've often thought, I'm not really a morning person. It's not like I love mornings, but I'm not really a night person either. You're more of a daytime person. I'm a moderate. I'm a moderate all the way around, which yeah. sounds really blah. Boring. But, <laughs> it's actually a wonderful thing. I'm jealous that you could be so... I'm just moderate and so happy and balanced with everything that you do. Um, Favorite crystal, if you have one? No, you know I don't. (laughs) I don't know anything about crystals. But stones. Is ruby a crystal? 
Well, you know, yeah, stones like those are the same as crystals. Well, what's your favorite stone? Diamond. And then ruby. Yeah, that's my birthstone. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. you love that ruby and crystals that I see the the light pink. What's that? Rose quartz. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. Favorite workout. Mm, well, it changes because I'll pick up one and do it until it gets boring. I like a hit class. But recently I started a kickboxing class and that's super fun. So again, I like, I, I don't, I'm not extreme with that either. I like to, to try different things and change it up. Yeah. You're very consistent with your workouts, which is I am, positive. except for not since I've been here. I haven't done anything. I know, I know. Well, we need to use the gym in the building. Yes. And we're going to go to Orange Theory on Wednesday. We just have to decide what time. Okay. And I'll have Jonathan sign us up. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been in months. Well, I haven't been in years to an Orange Theory class and I'm terrified, but I'll well, do it. Well, I would say we can modify it, but Jonathan doesn't like that word. does not like that word, but we can... There's options. Options. We'll take the options. Yes. You, like, you don't have to Option run. Option number one, please. Yes. Dream vacation. Ooh, anything tropical. But do you have a dream of like somewhere you've never been? Somewhere I've never been. Oh, I always wanted to go to the Four Seasons Bora Bora and we did that last year. Fiji. Mm-hmm. Greece. Greece would be nice. I mean, yeah. Not one place in particular. I've been fortunate and have been able to go to a lot of beautiful, beautiful, beachy, tropical spots. So I'm happy anytime I can take a trip like that. I know that you want to go to Lanai. Four yes, Seasons I do. Lanai. Four Seasons If anyone Lanai. from the Four Seasons Lanai is listening. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite book? Hmm. I have a lot of favorite books. Um Thornbirds is one of my all-time favorites. Um, and what's our Wally Lamb book? I know this much is true. The best book. If anyone listening has not read, I know this much is true. Book. You need to. It's the best book that's ever existed. Yes. You need to reread it. Thomas so and good. Dominic. Um, and it's going to be an HBO series with Mark uh, Ruffalo. Oh, I just yeah. don't know when. I feel like it's not coming out for a while. We need to find out. I know. Oh, I hope it's soon. And he's my favorite actor, oh. and it's my favorite book. And he used to live on my street, yes, so I he think did. there's you gotta, so. Didn't you get your picture taken with yeah, him? Yeah, before I realized he was my neighbor and that I would see him every day, I took a picture with him. I mean, I so still would have, but yeah, he's it great. was my I birthday. Like it was my birthday, and I had the best caption because I was turning 22, I think, or 23. 23. And I made my caption something about 13 going on 30 because of the movie he was in. But I wrote 13 going on 23 because it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And it just felt so clever at the time. <laughs> so clever. Still, it's clever. Oh, I just love him. Yeah. Okay. This will be an interesting question for you because you don't often get interviewed. But what's one thing you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you'd been asked? That I wish I'd been asked. Or for you, it doesn't have to be in an interview, but just in life. That I wish I'd been asked. What was the best day of your life? What was the best day of your life? The day you were born. I love that. It's the only day, and this sounds weird, probably I'll sound really cold or something, but it's the only day, only time I can ever remember 
breaking into tears completely without warning. Yeah. With happiness? Yes. <laughs> I was so sad when I saw you. No, yeah, with happiness. But it it was a weird breaking into tears. I I never had, and since then I never have, experienced not feeling it coming on. Yeah. Yeah, that makes and sense. And just spontaneously bursting into tears. And I'll never forget that. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was... You clearly, you've never been asked, and I never, I never asked. You've never asked that. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Was the second best day of your life your wedding? Um, or meeting Daddy? Well, maybe the wedding. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So the best day of your life was October eleventh, nineteen ninety. Exactly. If you were a color, what color do you feel? Oh, another good day was finding out. Another highlight in my life was finding out that you were a girl. Oh, yeah. Because not politically correct to say, but I I had a preference. I really wanted a girl. And I know it would have been fine to have a boy. And I would love him just as much as I love you. But not having had a child yet, I wanted a girl. And I knew I was only going to have one. And I desperately wanted a girl. So when I got the call, found out everything was okay and you were healthy. And they said, do you want to know the sex? And I said, yes. And they said, it's a girl. I was overjoyed. That is so exciting. And I immediately felt a hundred times more bonded to you because I could just identify with you immediately. Well, it's my daughter. Her name's Jordan. And I already felt a very strong connection. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's the way that I want a boy. No, I want girls too. I want two boys and a girl, but I want a boy first. Manifesting. (laughs) Manifesting over here. If you are a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Blue. Why? Just soothing, soft, easy, ocean. I like that. I see that. Mm -hmm. What is your tip for people listening who want to set their soul on fire? Well, easy. Listen to Jordan Younger's podcast, Soul on Fire, and get motivated and inspired like you do to me every day. I love that. Yay. Well, this was fun and impromptu. Did you enjoy it? Did. It was a fast hour, just like being on Kelly's podcast. Yeah, no, I did. It was fun. Yay. Well, everyone listening, go follow my mom at Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans on Instagram and go to her blog, DirtyMartinisAndSkinnyJeans.com, even though she rarely updates it. But Been very remiss. Yeah, but it's pretty. It's like really well done blog by my same web designer mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll get back into the swing. I will. You live in LA now. You can't not be a blogger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to go to Alfred's coffee and blog. I know. I know. Well, you're already a good thing. We live a stone's right throw away, yeah. like yeah. closer than anyone listening could probably even imagine. <laughs> it's a little weird how close <laughs> we live to it, but it's wonderful. Right. Yeah. So yay. Love well, you, mommy. Love you, honey. 
All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode with my mom. I'm so glad that she came on the podcast. It was nice and spontaneous and fun to have her on for just something a little bit different. And I know that a lot of people listen to this show and they have health problems, health concerns. Some of you may have wonderful support from your family and some of you may not. And I just think it's really interesting to hear from someone like my mom, who's so supportive, who has made this journey so much easier for me. I don't know what I would do without her if I didn't have her by my side and have her help. And she's really just made herself so available to help me in so many different ways, which I now think that you are well aware of if you've listened to the episode. So if you don't have that support from your family, then you can always try to find it in friends or doctors or all sorts of other people, your life partner. If you have one, um, your support can come in so many different forms, not only your family, but I do feel lucky that my mom is my best friend and she's the person who I go to for this type of support and she's always there. So I hope that her tips and tricks for that resonated. You can find her on Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans on Instagram. She's so fun to follow. She has so many great fashion tips and tricks and outfits. And talking about the proposal with her was really fun. So I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on that. And otherwise, thank you again to our sponsors, Spindrift Fresh and Hum Nutrition and Sun Basket. So definitely enter that Spindrift Fresh giveaway and go to humnutrition.com. Use the code SOUL for a big discount. And for Sun Basket, go to sunbasket.com slash blonde to get a big discount on a healthy meal delivery service. So there's all sorts of goodness in this episode. If you would like to join the tribe even further and continue the conversation, head to Facebook and type in Soul on Fire Podcast Tribe to join that amazing group of individuals from all over the world to chat and meet friends and do all the fun things in there. We also have our high vibe chronic Lyme and chronic illness tribe on Facebook that I would love to have you join if you too are suffering from Lyme or mold or any other autoimmune disease or illness of any kind or if you're more like my mom and you're super healthy but you have people in your life who you would like to support and understand maybe a little bit better in certain ways then you can join that group too it's really truly open to everyone and I just wanted to thank you for being here thank you for listening and supporting the show you guys are truly amazing and so wonderful and just having the opportunity to talk to you every week really keeps my spirits high. It makes me feel healthier than I actually am. So thank you. Thank you. And I hope to talk to you all very soon and have a wonderful day. All of my love. Mwah.